after serving a decade in prison, I've um, have been out for nine years and am married and have two children and am proof that people who are willing to go on the hook and serve others on the fringes of society, uh, that transformation is possible and it is lasting. Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. All I can say after recording this episode with Kerry Sanders, the executive director of Jumpstart Vision, is wow. Um, blown away by his personal story um, of how we wound up in this role. I'm blown away of the incredible work that they're doing blown away by the impact, the success, and uh, that they've had so much success with my course, Major Gift Millions. And um, I'll give you a little bit of background. What um, what Kerry's talking about when he talks about my training and that kind of thing is they bought the team access for Major Gift Millions when I launched the course, and they've been going through it as a whole team. Um, and it's pretty cool. So I'll let Kerry tell you about it. This is my first time hearing about it um, when I recorded with him on the podcast, and it's pretty neat. So I'll tell you more about the course at the outrow of this episode, but um, just listen to this incredible conversation, with uh, which I hope will just be the first of many with the one and only Kerry Sanders. Well, welcome to the One Visit Away podcast. Kerry, thanks for being here. Man, super excited to have a chance to join in and um, hopefully learn a little bit and contribute to the, to the community. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. If you could just tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So I am the executive director of Jumpstart. Jumpstart is an organization that provides year long programming in 17 prisons here in South Carolina. And for those who complete our rigorous program successfully, and we offer a full spectrum of transitional services as men and women are reintegrating to the community. Um, and because of our success, we have an increased demand for our services and now have programming in Georgia, Alabama, North Carolina, and Ohio. And so we're, um, we're in some exciting times as an organization. That's incredible. And how did, how did you wind up at the organization? What's, what's your background that, that led you here? Yeah, I think we could jump into a full podcast on that, Kevin. But long story short is um, I was a hellion as a kid growing up. And if there was some mischief, I tried to find it and stayed into something constantly and was arrested 17 times by the age of 17. And so I was definitely a menace to society. Yeah. And um, as I was facing a life sentence um, as an atheist, I came to faith in Christ and um, would be the last person to think that that would happen to me. And here I am nearly two decades removed from that experience. And after serving a decade in prison, I've um, have been out for nine years and am married and have two children and am proof that people who are willing to go on the hook and serve others on the fringes of society, uh, that transformation is possible and it is lasting. Wow. Well, we can just end the podcast there because that's that's epic, and uh, I I wish <laughs> you're right. That is 
that's not even just a podcast episode. That's that's your own podcast. You could start right there. And uh, that is an incredible story. So first off, praise God. And that is that is amazing. Well, I'm blown away. Well, thank you. So to I my curiosity is peaked on so many levels, but I'll I'll set that aside to talk about what we're really here to discuss today, which is a few of uh, stories of visits that you've been on and some of your experience fundraising. So if you could just jump right into to one of your favorites there. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in as to how I got into this role. Um, prior to serving as the executive director of the organization. I served as our statewide leader for our inside prison programming in those 17 state prisons. So I was really comfortable, Kevin, with developing curriculum, with recruiting and training volunteers and serving as a liaison with the South Carolina Department of Corrections. Very familiar with all of those things um, and had the opportunity post-incarceration to go to school and get some education. Um, And then I became executive director of an organization that was in the very middle of a capital development and had to learn a lot about fundraising in a short period of time. And um, I probably you've probably forgotten more than I know about fundraising. And so I kind of just had to jump right into it and learn all that I could. Um, A few things that helped there is I realized because I had some time helping our leadership team. Um, with development while in my previous role, um, that we were really good at putting on great events and getting new people introduced to our organization through these events. But we weren't cultivating people of capacity one-on-one with meaningful relationships. Uh, We may make a major ask at an event, but we didn't have a serious strategy for engaging people who were very interested in our work but needed to see individually how they could be helped. Um, And so that's kind of how I came across um, your offering, your teaching, um, and began listening to the podcast. Um, And then when the show went live, our entire development team, which is really two of us full-time and one other individual who does it part-time with us, we just began – really digesting it and assimilating it into, um, you know, our practice. Give you a quick example there. Um, Back in the month of July, we had three individuals who gave first-time gifts. All three of them had um, two things in common. One, they had attended at least three organizational events and had never made a gift. The second thing they had in common is that each of them I had called at least five times this year to schedule a visit and they hadn't answered the phone or returned my call. And so I put into practice what I learned. I called and got straight to the point, left a succinct voicemail and went ahead and sent the follow up text. Um, Long story short, we got a visit scheduled and all three of them made a gift in the month of July. And so that that gave us a little bit of confidence. and, And so that was huge for us. Wow, that's amazing. Um, what kind of what kind of gifts were these? Or can you can you share kind of you know range of the size of those? Or well, yeah, the largest one was for ten thousand dollars, and for 
you know, a lot of organizations that's, that's not significant, but for our organization, it is. Um, and so, but it, it really helped us address some of our poor thinking around the issue of scheduling visits and, you know, saying no for people um, and some of those things you address pretty clearly. And just for the record, you haven't paid me to come on here and say this. Um, this is kind of funny, but I am the take back king. So I believe that if companies offer a fully you know, money back guarantee, that that means they want me to try it. And if I don't like it, bring it back. And so if I don't like something, I take it back. And, you know, we, we didn't have any any interest in trying to get our money back on this content. It was it, it has been that transformational for us. Okay. Well, this is, uh, this is great to hear because it's funny, you know, I've, I've done several of these. There, there's so many people who are in the, enrolled in the course. And, you know, that's just kind of like on the side of what I, most of what my, my time is spent doing with the one-on-one coaching. And so you and I have never talked uh, about the course. So it's always interesting getting people on it. It's like, I have no idea what they're going to say. So I'm glad it's been transformational and uh, that's amazing. And I'll, I'll point out uh, one thing you said. So what kind of, uh, what kind of budget do y'all have uh, yeah, so on an annual basis? Over the next three years, let me back up a little bit. We are building kind of a one of a kind community for people coming out of incarceration. And so we, you know, currently have capacity for about 50 men and 10 women in our transitional housing program. Um, But because of our rate of success, we have a 96% state verified success rate, um, which the national average is less than 30% on success rate of people getting out of prison. Um, So we have one of the best success rates in the nation. That's increased demand for our services. And so after a lot of planning and strategy, we are building a 22 home neighborhood here in South Carolina that will serve 106 men and women every year. And so over the next three years, we have a goal of $10.2 million to cover our, you know, our ongoing operational needs and, and the, the needs for the development. Cool. That's awesome. So the, the reason I was asking about the budget and this, this gives, you know, some really helpful context is a lot of times, especially, you know, I interview some, some people like this on, on this podcast, you know, you hear about these. 10 million or 50 million or hundred million dollar gifts. And sometimes, you know, when we're doing this kind of in just the smaller organization world, a a gift of $10,000, you know, you said that that might seem small to some people, but one of the things I I remind people of is, I mean, $10,000 as a first time gift is tremendous. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the, the number of people who, who are able to, give a gift larger than $10,000 on a first gift to an organization is, is pretty, uh, it's a pretty tiny number of people. And so that, that 10,000, you know, if this, if you continue these relationships easily can, you know, grow to 25,000 the next year. And sometimes in a, you know, capital campaign like this could over time grow to, you know, a a much more significant gift, but it's that, that first gift of 10,000 is, that's a fantastic number. Another thing that, you know, we, we typically just had conversations around a proposal and had never really put a proposal in writing before other than our case document, but not something specifically for a specific donor. Um, Two weeks ago, we had an individual he bought has volunteered with us for years. I mean, he has given 
gifts of $25,000 on multiple occasions. And, but he just gave one in December of last year. And so I was like, ah, is it too, too soon to make a specific ask again? And I said, you know what? I'm not going to say no for him. So I went into the conversation and he, he's a friend of the family. So it's a little, it's a little complicated there a little bit, but he's became a friend of the family through volunteering with the organization. So I just put all of that out there. Um, and he said, well, don't feel awkward. You know, the worst thing I can do is say no. And so we asked him um, for $80,000 for our opportunity center and put it in writing. And he said, let, you know, let me speak with my wife. Um, and three days later, he sent an email and said, hey, we'll take care of that for you. Glad to be a part of what you're doing. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> so cool. Um, what is that? uh what does that represent in terms of like that $80,000 gift? Have y'all, have y'all received gifts of that size or larger um, in the past? Yeah. You have a tagline that says, you know, um, a transformational visit for you and your donors. Um, Hmm. We were just launching this project. I'm going to tell one story. And then if you want me to have time to tell another, I'll tell it. But I went to see a community leader in town and she had shown a lot of interest in me. Um, she did both of my grandparents' funerals, um, but she was the the leader of um, a very powerful organization, but a small organization, one similar in size to ours. And I went to share with her about this project. And is there, you know, my ask of her is there anyone you can introduce me to that may want to know about what we're doing since it's solving such a big problem for our community? And she said, you know, Carrie. Um, she said, there is an organization that um, has helped us in the past that I want to introduce you to. They're looking for a project. And so she introduced me to a Methodist church. Now, this isn't a super tiny church, but it's not a mega church by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and myself and our executive director at the time went to speak with them. And then they asked me to share my story on a Sunday morning. Um, And then on Christmas Eve, they took up an offering and it was just north of $250,000. They bought the first home um, for Restoration Village. Um, And now we have ladies living in that home. The church came out and, you know, helped with some of the landscaping um, just to be involved. And for me, that was transformational um, because not a lot of leaders would have stepped up and did what she did. And um, and so that was I think it, and now to hear it from her perspective, it was transformational for her to be invited into something um, that substantial for our community. Yeah, that's incredible, um, man. I love that. It, it's a really interesting thing, you know, what you described in in the size of of the church. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's not a, a Joel Osteen type. Uh, organization but it's also not uh you know we're just preaching out of the back of a pickup truck and i think the the neat thing in my mind is when you can line up a specific need like that so like the the, i would i would take it the reason you raised two hundred fifty thousand dollars is because uh the ask was hey we want to we want to purchase this home and the the cost is going to be two hundred fifty thousand and 
when, when you can, you know, you have that clearly defined vision, the cost associated with achieving it, and then you present that to a person or a group of people, even if it's that 250,000 is certainly a stretch. That's no small ask, but it is a number that that group could come together and achieve. And so when you get all those things lined up, it provides a group like that the opportunity to, you know, say, hey, we can do this. And uh, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. You want another story? Yes, please. Yeah, I'm loving these. Yeah. So um, in 2017, we got uh, just a regular envelope in the mail. And I'm not going to name the town, but it was from 1,182 miles away from where we are here in South Carolina. And it was from someone that we had no knowledge of and the check and the, it came with a check for $833 and 33 cent. And it came with a three sentence letter. It said, Hey, I believe in what you all are doing. I'm going to give this gift every month. If I decide to stop, I'll give you a year notice and don't bother to reach out to me. I don't need your newsletters. Wow. Okay. (laughs) A year goes by and our executive director gets a phone call and she says, Hey, I'm going to be in the area. I want to see what I'm supporting. And he's like, well, of course. And so she shows up and, um, you know, investigates us, if you will. And she says, Hey, when y'all really get ready to do something significant, then you let me know. And we said, Hey, we're thinking about building this village. Um, you know, do you think that's something you'd be interested in helping with? And she said, well, give me a little few weeks to think about it and I'll let you know. And she reached out to us, Kevin. And I think this I think this story is important. It's been transformational for me. Um, she said, she said, I'm going to do a matching gift of three hundred thousand dollars. But only if you can match it. She's like, this isn't like a funny match where I'm giving it to you and then you have to match it. She's you have to match it. And we said, well, we've never raised that kind of money. She said, well, I know you haven't. She said, but if you all don't believe in what you're doing enough to go to bat for it, why should anybody else believe in it? She said, so what I want to do here, she said, you all probably have a lot of people in your community talking about the great work you all are doing and they're glad you're doing it, but they're not doing anything about it. So she said, let this gift flush out who's serious and who's just talking. And so in 90 days, we met the match during, during 2020, right during the middle of COVID. And then she, she gave another $50,000. And so for us, that was extremely humbling. Um, and it was something we couldn't have orchestrated. Um, but what we did is we just went to work and did the best we could with what we had. That's amazing. That is so cool. And that's exactly, that's exactly it. So many times it's funny. I had a, I had a client that recently uh, closed a million dollar gift and I wish I could say, well, it's because they did these five things I told them to do, but no, it had nothing to do with me. It was just one day, the kind of like this, the, a donor called them up and said, Hey, here's what I'm doing. And exactly like in this scenario it was it was because of uh 
just seeing the impact of the ministry and and saying I'm behind this in a big way. And and that's one of the coolest things is just yeah, we can do all the all the development stuff right for sure, but at the end of the day, there's nothing more compelling than seeing the work and doing it well. So, that's incredible. I'll let you jump uh right now and we'll have another podcast at some point if you're open to it because i know you've got endless stories here but carrie thank you so much for coming on the show and i look forward to talking soon sounds great thanks kevin that was carrie sanders the executive director of jumpstart vision if you enjoyed this episode please leave a rating and review in apple podcasts and look guys you heard it from Kerry. The thing he's talking about with this course is I have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you purchase the course, whether that's individual access or team access, you can go through the whole thing within the first 30 days. And if for whatever reason you're not satisfied within that 30-day period, just let me know and I'll give you a full refund. And I do that because I am extraordinarily confident that if you put this stuff uh, into practice, it's going to lead to results. And uh, if for any reason you don't, just ask for your money back and I'll give it to you because I consider it my fault for not making compelling enough, engaging enough, uh, effective enough content. If you don't go do it, it's my fault. So I give that to you. You got 30 days. You can go through the whole thing during that period of time. And if you want a refund, just ask for it. It's yours. So if you want to learn more about the course, go to onevisitaway.com slash millions, and you can learn more about the course. Um, feel free to, if you got any questions, send me an email, kevin at onevisitaway.com, and I hope you enroll in the course. I'm just going to, you're going to keep seeing more and more testimonials coming out soon uh, about the course, but it's having tremendous impact, and it's super exciting to see everybody um, getting in there and learning. So Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has inspired you to schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from an $80,000 gift to your organization.